Hello again. Towards the end of the last century, I've always wanted to say that, it sounds like I know what I'm talking about. But towards the end of the last century, my time at Dunlop changed dramatically. The company was taken over by Goodyear and I got my second brown envelope. But once again, God stepped in and I was re-employed, this time full circle back to the research department. But this didn't last long, as Goodyear wanted everything moved to Germany, and so my third redundancy came up. Clearly God was using this as a stepping stone, because this time I took the redundancy and walked straight into another job as quality manager at a company in Redditch, making exhausts. The day I started, God put people in place to help me, one of the engineers from Dunlop whom I knew, and a guy from a Pentecostal church in Birmingham. However, exhausts are not tyres. Adjusting to a new product meant I became preoccupied with stress, job insecurity and commuting round the M42 to the other side of Birmingham. I wrapped myself in self-pity and forgot about God unless I was pleading with him to get me out of here. Not always a good idea. Do we really know how close we are to death? And we talk glibly about being run over by a bus, but statistically it will never happen to us. Then a simple trip while on holiday leads to a routine operation, add a bit of machoism, and my life was in balance. A torn Achilles tendon, DVTs, followed by pulmonary pulmonary embolisms and I was staring Mr G Reaper in the face. One move could have killed me and I was confined to bed for eight days. C.S. Lewis described pain as being God's megaphone so I had no choice other than to pick up a long discarded daily bible reading with a resolve to catch up. Starting where I left off I came across Psalm 32, verse 5. You forgave the guilt of my sin. He forgave me my self-indulgence and ignoring him. Then in verse 7, he protects me from trouble and surrounds me with songs of deliverance, such as Isaiah 40, soaring on wings like eagles. The second day, it was Matthew 28, verse 20. I am always with you. And the third day, the text read, It is not until he has some startling experience, perhaps due to God's disclosure, that he sees his true condition. For he, you can read me. The way God speaks to us is often personal and could be attributed to self-delusion, but here was an improbable coincidence. I spent nine months on sticks, unable to work, and unfortunately, while I was off, there was a reorganisation and I was reorganised out of another job, my fourth redundancy. Despite the inconvenience, I brought an automatic car and went after interviews. Although perhaps the sight of me on crutches was a bit off-putting, so I took whatever job I could and that's how I came to be sitting at the side of the road counting cars watching the poor commuters struggle to work through the rush hour 
while I and my companions chatted and ate our sandwiches. It was called a traffic survey and it was the best job I ever had with loads of opportunities for witness. And some of the things we saw, well, that's another story. One day, quite out of the blue, the now manager of my old department at Dunlop rang me and asked me if I would come in and sort out a few problems. Apparently, Goodyear had got rid of anybody who knew anything about the design and testing of vintage and historic tyres, to say nothing of the databases that I'd set up to handle test results. He asked me to come in for a month. I stayed as a consultant for 14 years. And one way or another, I clocked up 45 years at Dunlop.